Hello, everyone! While Dave's been away on his Mexican escapades, we've pretty much had it all. Two Premier League weekends, some Champions League midweekery, some UEFA League shit that no one really gives a hoot about, the UEFA Nations League semi-final draws, sackings, hirings, and even some suggested twerkings. How are we going to cover all of this? With difficulty, but we'll give it a shot anyway. Welcome to Born Offside. Witches dead, the wicked witches dead, dead, dead. Yes! Finally! Hughes is out at Southampton. Welcome everyone to this very, very special edition of Born Offside. Uh, um, I am extremely happy, even though uh, my team lost against Dave's team last night. Uh, I'm not really going to uh, uh, worry too much about it because um, bigger and better and beautiful things are hopefully on the horizon. Uh, mate, I've got a lot to say, but I want you to be involved as well. So Dave, uh, uh, how's it going? <laughs> that was the most cursory non-caring like oh yeah there's another person here who's going to speak briefly and then i'm going to talk some more um now that you've monopolized the the intro as well as the driving of the show um uh, i am becoming less and less important um, oh. But I'm, I'm all right with that. Fine, go ahead. Talk about. No, this. you're not at all. You are what I would consider to be the pillar, and the I pillar. like. There's the only pillar. one. Well, don't yes, you, yes. You, you need more than one pillar to hold a building. And, I, and I'm that. Uh, what's what's the green? The 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 the, 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 the sort of bushes that always climb up walls. You know that the, the, the ivy. Sort of Ivy, I'm the ivy. I'm the poison ivy around your pillar, uh, which is quite That's funny, really, because pillar. Yeah. <laughs> Pillar in Portuguese, uh, uh, spelt P-I-L-A, or pronounced pillar, means dick. Of course um, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it would have to, really, wouldn't it? So, I am the ivy to your dick. So, um, stick, st say stick your pillar in my bush, in Portuguese. <laughs> um, meta tua pila na silva. There you go. Let me silver. Oh God, that's horrible. Because bushes, bushes tend to be prickly. So I wouldn't be sticking my dick in in anyone's bush, really. But at your age, you should just be happy to be sticking it anywhere, mate. It's just not being stuck anywhere. What are you talking about? <laughs> not unless it's some kind of weird object that I have managed to. Anyway, too far. Um, too far, mate. Too far. Um, wait. We we let's let's try and do as much as we possibly can today. It's great to have you back. Uh, tell us very quickly. How was your trip to Mexico? Did you do well? Was it all good? Um, I saw a very large tarantula. Oh, wow! A real one. Like a real one that I almost oh. stepped almost stepped on, and then spent oh. the rest of the holiday walking around with the light on my phone turned on. <laughs> <laughs> examining every inch that I walked through the Mexican jungle just in case there was a tarantula. I also saw some fire ants. Some um, fire ants. They're pretty they're, fast, aren't they? Are they're they? fucking fast and they like carrying around like dead bodies. Like they, oh. they, 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 like they carry massive great big objects 45 times the size of themselves. Like including <laughs> like just sheep carcasses and shit just moving along because of these fucking fire ants. 
They're pretty scary. Sounds Uh, great. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, just what you want from a holiday, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, totally, totally. (laughs) Um, yeah, oh, cool. Well, um, speaking of carrying dead bodies, uh, Mark Hughes has been carried <laughs> out of the Premier League. Um, is and- that how they did it? Did they carry him yeah. out? <laughs> They did. They gave him a, they gave, which, which I think is a bit more than they should have given him. Uh, but they actually gave him a casket and everything. I would have just burned him and, <laughs> um, and then thrown his ashes into a rubbish dump on a Tuesday I could, afternoon. I could just, just see, who is it that in Southampton? Ralph Kruger, no, isn't that the guy's name? Yes, yes. I can imagine Mr. Kruger saying to Mr. Hughes, uh, uh, you're fired. And Mark Hughes going, well, you have to carry me out. And Kruger's like, aha, I have prepared. And he brings in two last. <laughs> German men. Is Ralph Kruger German or is he Swiss? He sounds German. He's actually Canadian. Uh, oh, bloody but, hell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Some Mounties. In come the Mounties. They, Mark Hughes is like, shit, this is my last line of defense. The fact that he won't be able to pick me up. He's, he's got two large mounted policemen. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and, and then they did. They carried him mm. straight out. Wasn't it just... A wonderful sight. Now, everybody who, uh, all three of you who do listen to this show and who, <laughs> who have been listening to the show, know uh, this drum I have been beating about getting rid of this guy. Please, ASAP. So, obviously, I'm extremely happy uh, for that. Uh, Mark Hughes is out. And now they're going to bring in uh, a new chap uh, called uh, uh, David Hasselhoff. No, uh, it's, who... Mr. it's Mr. Rabbit Hutch. Mr. Right. Mr. What? Sorry. Ra- so, hang on, what's his name? Ralph, mate, come on, you're supposed to know his name. Oh, uh, it's um, Hes- Hesselblink. Hesselbunk. No, Don't make me look at it. No, that's not All right. Hassenhutl. Hassenhutl is his name. Hassenhutl means Hassan- Rabbit Hutch. Now, uh, I, I, I saw you texting me this earlier and I was like, yeah. I just ignored it. I didn't know where you were going with it. I thought I'd just save it for I this. I wasn't going anywhere. What are you talking about? So if you take the word Hussenhutl or whatever it was that you said. Yeah. Hassenhutl. Yeah, so Hassenhutl is rabbit hutch. That's what it means. So like silver means bush. My surname, which is hooker, means prostitute. Hassenhutl means rabbit hutch. The place where the rabbit lives. Okay. Yeah. Well, like a burrow. No, like a like a building. Well, not a building. Oh, like a man hutch. Made like hutch, how do you know what the fucking word? Sorry, I do not. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I was just testing myself. Uh, yes, yeah, so you've got Ralph uh, Rabbit Hutch. That's his <laughs> name. I should be referring to him as Mr. Rabbit Hutch. Right. <laughs> We've obviously got them all, haven't we? Uh, rabbit. So we got uh, uh, the the hassle of uh, uh, hunter, whatever. Uh, um, yes, and a whole heap of uh, uh, of other things going on there. It's um, mate. Uh, it's I, I know it sounds a little bit premature uh, or everything, but I am I'm just so happy for. You're for, so uh, happy that it's not a big Sam. That's that's what uh, yeah. you're so so <laughs> happy about. Not only did you get your wish, you didn't get your non-wish. Yes. Oh, I made sure I did get my non. No, I didn't get my. Yeah, the oh, the double negatives are killing me here. Uh, we've got uh, we've got this new uh, German guy who who apparently he's Austrian. Is, he's Austrian. Sorry, he's been uh, he's been dubbed the Alpine uh, Klopp, uh, uh, and uh, that is for a, a different, a very 
large number of different sort of reasons, I think, but the main one being that apparently he used to go and spy on uh, Klopp and uh, and others uh, during their um, during their matches and even some of their training sessions. To does he celebrate the way that Klopp does? Well, let's get on to that now, uh, shall we? Or would you like to first get on to? Um, <laughs> Uh, oh no, no, let's let's get on to that. We'll we'll, we'll let's uh, Liverpool. Um, it's going to be very very difficult to be able to cover everything that that has happened over the last two weeks. But we'll we'll let's start with that with uh, uh, with Liverpool versus Everton, mate. Um, uh, first of all, obviously after Jordan Pickford completely hashing everything, getting his own rave on uh, by putting the ball back into play pretty much and allowing Dermot Origi uh, to score. Uh, uh, um, uh, the Everton fans and even uh, uh, Silva, one of my very own Portuguese bushes and favourite managers, uh, had to endure watching uh, Monsieur Le Clop rush on to Zipic. Mate, where and, do we uh, where do we hug him? Where do we stand on the what I call the Danny Mills debate? So, if uh, listeners are not aware of who Danny Mills is, Danny Mills was a fairly shit right back who. <laughs> For one World Cup, due to the fact that Gary Neville injured himself, somehow managed to play right back for England. Now, Danny Mills was a fairly shitty footballer. Nah, he was all right, but he's a... And a very boring pundit, if you ask me. Oh, he's Sorry. a fucking horrible pundit. Like, he makes Gary Neville look like, I don't know, like the best pundit ever. And, Gary, and so anyway, Gary, Mill, uh, Gary Mills, Danny Mills is on, on BBC Radio 5 Live and he yep. comes up with the words, I hope Klopp gets punished for that. And now for me, mate, that's why Jurgen Klopp is a two-time Bundesliga winning champion, been to two Champions League finals, a whole bunch of other finals, and is generally loved. I mean, I have no particular love for Liverpool. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have, um, you know, I suspect that it's a place where the people's cars get, but I don't particularly hate Liverpool. Like, I've got enough hatred of other people. I don't love Liverpool. I don't hate Liverpool. I kind of get annoyed at the way that they think they're better than everyone because they want a bunch of stuff in the 80s. No one even fucking remembers the 80s anymore. Anyway, <laughs> so no particular love for Liverpool. But, mate, I do like me a bit of clock. I like him. I think he's yep. funny. I think the things he comes out with are silly. I like the way that like, he criticizes his translator for having an overly erotic voice. That shit was funny. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp is like me or you with a lot more talent. And, and, and he goes and he does his press conferences and stuff. And I love how much he loves football. And I hate Danny Mills for not liking football. He just <laughs> doesn't... Like he wants... You know those pundits like the Alan Hansen... Danny Mills, give me another one. Like the oh, Martin Keown. Oh, uh, the dire, horrible ones who just uh, Chris football to be dire and horrible. Eh, he can be like that, you know. The ones who want, you know, the real football men who want every game to be played on a wet Wednesday night in Stoke, and for yep. like, and consider Lionel Messi to be an overly fancy Dan. You know, <laughs> those men. I hate those men. Mate, I want more clops. I want more running on fields and hugging people and getting overly exuberant. And fuck Danny Mills. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that one off your chest. Uh, I am, I am, I am with you. I thought, uh, you know, there's a whole heap of debates, isn't there, with uh, with this one as well. Uh, no. Uh, no, no more one than uh, than obviously the big debate about what if Mourinho had done it, right? Mourinho uh, did people, do it. 
He's done and, it before. Yeah. Like when he was at right. Porto and he was young and fun and exciting, he used to celebrate like an absolute yeah. and bastard. In- Inter, of course, as well. Uh, oh. you know, he famously went onto the pitch uh, uh, towards the end as well. But the, the, I think the big question is, if Mourinho had done it at this moment in time, admittedly, we know that obviously he has been charged by the FA on a number of occasions already. Would he have been charged? And uh, would it have been a much heftier charge than what Klopp got? Klopp got eight grand, I think he got in the end, and, uh, and a slap on the wrist. Whereas Mourinho would have got like a three-match ban, probably. Yes, but um, Mr. Mourinho does have something of a history. So, like, this is the way that crime works. If you commit a crime, <laughs> you get punished. If you commit a series of crimes, you will get a stronger punishment. And that's the way it should be. He's, he's out of credits, isn't he? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I, am, I am totally with it. I think I felt a little, I, I, a little... There was a little bit inside of me that felt a little bit a little bit angry. I will be honest. Just because of um, uh, my bias towards silver but he went and apologized straight away and uh he he just said it just got a bit too much for him and and it, and it got the better of him so so i'm i'm so i'm okay with with that afterwards i think just at the time when it happened but it I, should get the better of us mate it should i mean it's football it's yeah. excitement it's theater art war passion and love encapsulated in 90 minutes <laughs> it Especially should a game get like that. of us as well. reaction, yeah, yeah. reaction to it should be to jump up and down and scream and shout and go the opposition until our horse, our throats are hoarse. Like, <laughs> our reaction should not be, that's quite a good goal, that. Oh, well done. Well, well done, lad. Bad. You did well. <laughs> like, I was, I was watching the Tottenham Hotspur Southampton uh, football match today, which Tottenham Hotspur won 3 1. Sorry. Again, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, but there was oh, a good. lovely Scottish guy who was the co commentator, and they were asking him about the North London derby, which we won't go into detail about. But this said Scottish commentator remarked, Aye, I love your game with a bit of needle. And he seemed to. <laughs> genuinely like the fact that the players wanted to hurt each other and i like that too <laughs> yes it's uh, uh and and we have had that and why not let's transgress and go on to the other big match of the weekend uh, of last weekend anyway uh arsenal four uh drubbing uh tottenham two uh meek um well <laughs> <laughs> i like these one word reviews of team performances <laughs> Burnley, plucky, Liverpool, lucky. Hey, get a little dull, Newcastle, duller. <laughs> Fulham, rich, um, Leicester, rat. <laughs> Mate, I, uh, with, with this one, I think, uh, with, with the Arsenal 4, Tottenham 2, uh, a lot of people are calling it the match of, match of the season so far. I think uh, it was, uh, obviously for you, no, it wouldn't be. But if you try as hard as you possibly can to take off your uh, spurs, uh, I was going to say testicles, spectacles off. Um, <laughs> take, take off your... Ter- Neither come off, off easily. No. <laughs> take off your Tottenham spectacles. And, uh, and do, do you agree? Was this the, the match of the season? Because I thought it was a tremendous uh, football. I would have had to have been able to watch the second half in order to offer an opinion because I was in the Mexico jungle and had wonderful Wi-Fi reception for the first half of this match. Uh, and then for the second half of this match, spent all of my time switching streams, moving around, rebooting, unplugging oh. modems. And it was just, my mood was already like 
pretty disconcerted. And the thing is, every time I would get it to connect back, there'd be a blocking gooner running around with a grin. And like, I would just <laughs> look at it and I go, oh, fuck. Again. Um, Really? Again. And so I didn't really get much of the excitement type stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But for me, it was fucking horrible. Ruined my old bloody <laughs> morning, I have to tell you. All right. All right. Um, what do you think of Tim Sherwood's uh, first 11? Tim, Tim Sherwood is a twat. I don't know what he's done. I don't know what you're referring to. But I can tell you now, whatever it is that Tim Sherwood has done, said, thought, or <laughs> conceived is fucking despicable. The man wears a genius. <laughs> Anyone who wears a chile is an absolute idiot. How many situations have you ever been in where you've gone, you know what, my arms are fucking warm, but my chest is for some reason unexplicably cold. I need some kind of garment that has no arms. Do you, th- do you, think, he needs a, do you think he needs a gifle? <laughs> he, he needs the gifle, his pule, promptly. From that gile, from that gillet, from that gile, yes. yeah. Mate, okay. I tell you now, that was the only good thing that came about Sunday's result because I had promised if Tottenham did win three particularly large games that I would slap a chicken on my Instagram. Very true. Yes, I, I was. And, uh, and my, significant, my significant other half was very pleased that I wasn't going to have to do that. <laughs> well, basically, uh, Tim, for, for, for those of you that didn't know, Tim Sherwood got asked to, uh, uh, as like, for example, the BBC and a lot of these websites have, uh, whereby you can choose your, uh, your, your best 11, combined best 11. Uh-huh. Of, of the uh, uh, Spurs and the Arsenal fans, uh, Arsenal players before the match, and Tim Sherwood uh, uh, selected eleven Spurs players. Oh, did he? Well done. Yeah, I've always so liked Tim Sherwood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, <laughs> then they, then they got slapped. Let's, let's you know. <laughs> All right. Um, mate, the, uh, on, on a serious note, there was uh, this game had pretty much everything, and in the first half, it was you. you I guess you must have loved it. Uh, Eric Dyer shushing the crowd, uh, inciting violence. We don't, uh, uh, we don't advocate that, or we, we always say we don't advocate that, but we're true fans, aren't we? We, we don't mind a little, a little. Uh, so, for, uh, so one, little, please refer oh. to please refer to Sir Eric Dyer, Slayer of Sergio Ramos, by his full. Oh, sorry. Sorry, so Eric Dyer, Slayer of Ramos, d- ended up doing uh, ended up doing a little bit of a um, uh, what's what's his name who celebrated uh, Man City goal against Arsenal by uh, running across the pitch. Adibayor. I think that uh, Sir Eric of Dyer, Slayer of Ramos, was actually shushing <laughs> Gwen Doozy because he was like, "Oi, you fucking crack poodle." <laughs> Scoot back off over there. And then Quenduzi thought that he could talk to Sir Eric of Dyer Slayer at Ramos. And he was wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and what was Lichtenstein doing? I think he just. Mate, he just we've t- discussed on this show previously that Lichtsteiner is a bastard. And I've, I have applauded him for being a bastard, so I shall not now change my merry tune. Although, he is mate, the I, would like, I would like to bring up. Uh, a, a discussion point that we have not somehow previously conversed on, but I am firmly of the belief that Delhi Ali is a right little cheeky fucker. And <laughs> if Delhi Ali had not been a professional footballer, even even in his 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 youth before he was a professional footballer, I think he was a particularly fine school bully. Like I should imagine, Delhi Ali acquired quite a lot of other children's cash and got. <laughs> And got lots of people in trouble for things he did. No? 
He's like, horrible. When, when Tottenham are winning, I sometimes look at Deli Ali and he does horrible things to people. He's, he's a right little... Bastard, yeah, he's he? a little bitch, isn't he? And uh, it's, it's, I think, a little bit difficult. Uh, of rid- I, 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 I don't like him. No, Stop. I don't think you're um, meant to. I think that's, no, no, I guess, that's his character, right? That's, 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 that's the character he plays in this, in this theatre production that we are living uh, mm. and going through. He is, uh, he is a little shit, and, and I, I, I do like it when he loses. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, and I, I don't find... Ah, I don't... I don't find a lot of the players I think on the Tottenham team particularly uh, uh, horrible I love I love Son I think he's great more of course Brazilian and everything I, I, I like him very much I even don't mind uh, a little bit of Kane every now and then obviously Mate, not how about. can you dislike but, Sir Harold Edward of Kane <laughs> well he's ugly um, yeah. he's, he's, so? he, does, he does come across Bruce as a Springsteen bit is also ugly but you wouldn't you wouldn't say that you don't love Bruce no um, um, I'm Sorry, I'm not a big Bruce fan. Anyway. <laughs> All right, okay. The ugly thing is not right because I love Matt Letizia. All right, so uh, so there you go. So I'll I'll go with I'll see you on that one, um. But mate, no, it's uh, I I thought it was I'm still uh, reading at the Bruce revelation. Sorry, <laughs> it's Bruce. I'm not a big fan. I'm sorry. I think he's a bit. You know, he's certainly highly overrated. Uh, uh and um, oh my lord, shush now. Mate, Back to the football. The- C- commercialism of of eighties rock? No, uh, no, not at all, mate. No, not not there at all, um, uh, <laughs> mate. Um, it, you know, Tottenham. If, if we're gonna we're gonna stick on Tottenham for for a little bit, because obviously yesterday they beat Southampton three one, and uh, everybody was talking about the fact that it was going to be, uh, uh, um, you know, it was it was it was just the tonic that Tottenham needed needed after getting uh, uh, that that hiding uh, from their um, uh, North London rivals, and uh, and I think it was uh, probably just the tonic that they did need in terms of results. But mate, inter- I don't know if you've watched you watched the match. I I, I actually didn't. I watched uh, extended high highlights though and I I thought that Southampton you know apart from the three absolutely stupid mistakes for the goals uh, performed well and so I was quite happy with um, with Southampton uh, generally and of course with David Hasselhoff coming in I think that's all we need now is uh, a bit of David and uh, a bit of uh, uh, rock and roll uh, from from him I think it should be great yeah I mean Tottenham Mate, so I do watch Tottenham play every week, and we played in. I know you know those football expressions that that you hear a lot that didn't mean anything. Like, and so they they say, for example, Tottenham had another gear. Like, mm. and I, I feel this is appropriate, although I don't really know which gear it was that we were in, and what the other gear we had. Like, so if you said like that team's got another gear, that gear could be reverse. <laughs> you don't want to go for that gear. <laughs> Lads, do we have another gear? Yeah, we do, Gaffer, but it's reversed, so it's even shitter than what we have now. Anyway, we're going to go into our own bus, you know, <laughs> which we've parked. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Keep, yeah, but okay, I, go on. I, no, sorry, I felt the Tottenham weren't really playing at, at full pelt, and what what worries me a little is we did against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we kind of had to play cautiously against Inter Milan. I understood that. But we've kind of gone back. I thought even in the Arsenal game, Arsenal deserved to win that game. They were the, the better team. Mm. Uh, and 
we went back to being kind of sloppy again. And I want to know why they can't play like they played against Chelsea all the time. I can understand not doing that against Southampton because if, like, if we put in a Chelsea performance against your lot, that's 9-1 and that's just embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, keep going. I'll let I you. Mean, I'll let you. I'm going to give you a bit more rope here on this one. I also. hope that the lads are saving themselves for Barcelona next week when I'll be there. <laughs> and you will, won't you? You will yeah. be at the, uh, uh, at the new Camp New. It's not right. new yet. It's just Camp no, oh, It's the no. old value. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. The old Camp New. No, mm. the new Camp Old. Well, I don't know. Anyway, um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, from, from a Southampton perspective, we'll just get it out, out of the way. I, I was actually pleased. I, we, um, uh, first of all, the defensive uh, frailties of Maya Yoshida really came to the fore. He uh, was everyone, he was, yep. And uh, with David Hasselhoff watching over, I'm really, really happy that he watched that performance because hopefully, hopefully, Yoshida will have the same ending result as Mark Hughes and he will be booted out and never to return to the Premier No, hang on, hang on, hang on. He was carried well, out. You can't... Sorry, you he was carried out. Narrative. No, that's right, that's right. And, um, because I've, I've actually been sort of, uh, you know, thinking about, you know, where's Hughes going to go afterwards? Only for a little bit because I don't really give a shit. Uh, uh, but he certainly, he can't get another job in the Premier League. He's been found out. He's shit. He's crap, hasn't he? He's got... He produced the worst managerial record for Southampton Football Club uh, out of, uh, barring one manager who came in for three games and lost all three matches. Who was uh, that? In, term, in terms of perspective, uh, um, percentages. Um, it was a, uh, oh my God, I've forgotten his name, but it's, uh, it's a pretty pansy name, like uh, Gilly, Gilly Fishy or something. Um, but it was back in, the, back in the 40s or something. He came in oh, for right. three matches, lost all three. He's got the worst uh, uh, percentage. But in terms of um, uh, a second, it's Mark Hughes. He's got the worst percentage win ratio record. I think it was three out of 22 matches uh, uh, for any Southampton football manager. He was absolutely crap uh, in his last year at Stoke as well. He's the first Premier League manager, I think, ever to lose, to be sacked by two teams in the same calendar year. As well, two Premier League teams in the same colour. So Stoke first, and then sacked from uh, by Again, two well. teams that play in red and white. Yeah, link up there. And the only thing I can think of is uh, uh, a mid to lower uh, positioned uh, uh, team in the Championship or China, mate. Mate, yes. I don't wish to spend any more of my podcasting life talking about Mark Hughes. Okay, I'm with you as well. Only because it's the last time ever, so that'll be great. Okay, all right. Um, mate, something did happen, however, which I think we should talk about in uh, in midweek. It was the Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or, the Golden Ball, which is voted for by 180 journalists. I don't know why it's such a huge. We don't have a vote, though, do we? You know, we do not. No, are, are we considered journalists? Would you consider us journalists? I would consider us football journalists of a sort. Okay, not and a very good the... sort, but a sort nonetheless. <laughs> After the uh, after last week's uh, shenanigans of Patrice Ever Evra, voulez-vous gifling avec moi I dans ma chambre? I wouldn't have voted for him. But uh, for Patrice, you wouldn't have voted for Patrice. No, no <laughs> Patrice. I don't think he was much on the list there. Um, Modric uh, got it in the end, uh, which wouldn't I think have is voted a, for him either. 
yeah, it's a bit weird, especially seeing as his uh, uh, his dear old Real Madrid are doing so craply. Um, but but the highlight really was of he did a, win the Champions League for a third year in a row, though, didn't he? Like earlier in the year, um, I think that so counts. Did, so did Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, but Ronaldo has excessively cried. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. And, yeah. Fair enough. And he has um, a stupid statue. <laughs> That's very true. Mate, someone's got to do something about that statue. Uh, I'd like, you can't burn it because it's bronze, right? It'll just reinforce it. I'll have to just, you know, mm. get a hammer. Um, Modric won it uh, over Ronaldo, who came second, and Griezmann, who came third. Kylian Mbappé came fourth. And Lionel Messi came fifth, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. Mate, did you see the Lionel Mate, Messi? He was, he, oh, was shit. he was shit this year, Lionel Messi. I mean, he only oh. scored, all he did, mate, was score the most goals in Europe. And then, <laughs> and then, like, practically win the title for Barcelona by himself in a season where they only lost one game. And that's not enough. You <laughs> should win the World Cup as well. <laughs> and this is it. I'm sorry. I, I disagree with how these things uh, get voted. I, I think it must be to a, a sort of, I don't know. I mean, they must. Uh, a lot of people must look at these. Well, it's, it's obvious. If you win the World Cup or if you win uh, or you get close to a European Championship or whatever, uh, then, then that's it. You're, you're in there. So that's why Luka Modric has done it because, you know, many people consider the fact that uh, Modric carried Croatian, the Croatian team through to the final by himself. And uh, it's not, they're not too far off it, I guess. Although that's not very fair on Rakitic, um, but who uh, does the dirty work, of course, in that central midfield. Um, but like, uh, dirty, dirty work. Mate, mate, the dirtiest player in Croatia's central midfield is that Brozovic fucker. Oh, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> It's true. Although so many people are now following in his footsteps on the uh, uh, getting under the wall thing. Did you see yes, uh, yes. Cedric's Iwobi. Did goal? you see Iwobi? Iwobi. Yes, I saw did Cedric. Did Iwobi do it? Yes, Iwobi did it in the, the, um, this morning or for you last night's game against Manchester United. And he did it in the most kind of like, he kept looking at someone, should I, should I, should I? Uh, but am I, am I, and like, and if you're the Manchester United free kick taker, which was, I believe, uh, Marcus Rojo, who's going, well, I, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to put it under there. So, but okay, I'll let you get dirty. Get dirty. <laughs> I got dive. Um, yeah, I, it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, but it does seem to be, you know that that's what it's about it's about what you win it's about the awards you win right and how how, how far you take your teams it's not about no, how beautiful not, a football player you are it's what what does like best individual in a team sport even mean like luka modric go play by yourself and i'll find 11 people some of whom don't even have a second leg and i'll tell you we'll win like it's i know <laughs> I understand, like, best player in the world awards for, like, tennis, where there's only one of them on the court against the other one. But, like, in team sports, oh, I, don't, I don't understand that stuff. I, I have always sort of grown up, like, thinking that it's about, you know, art. You know, it's about beauty. It's about how you portray, your, uh, you know, and how you deliver your footballing skills on a football pitch. And uh, yes, of course, about scoring goals and about results kind of do come for it. But I mean, if you score four amazingly beautiful goals in a 5-4 defeat, right, and you lose your your match, but you score these four absolutely, you know, amazing 
goals uh, uh, and you perform beautifully on the pitch, I think you should win the man of the match award, even though you lost the match. And that's exactly what you're saying with Messi. You know, he's single-handedly taken Barcelona through to the, to, you know, you know, uh, to win the the La Liga, and he's, uh, you know, he's he's just a beautiful football player. I, I think he should basically have been winning it every single season uh, for these last ten years. And and you know, me with Ronaldo and being Portuguese and all that crap and everything is a bit strange for me to sort of say it, but I do believe it. I think Messi is the most beautiful football player. And the one that I would pay to go and watch over anybody else. So yeah, and also if you had a street football match, you'd you'd take Messi. Yeah, like, of course. You know, and yeah. if aliens came down from Mars tomorrow and challenged us to football one on one, who would you put up? Messi every fucking time. Of course, absolutely, hundred percent. But mate, someone else stole the show uh at uh, uh during these awards and it was a certain uh, a certain dj a, a chap called martin solveig who i actually like quite a lot i like a, a lot of his music and uh, do and, you i had uh, no yeah. fucking clue who he was oh uh, he's done yeah he's done he's done quite a he's done a couple of things i i, I liked him uh is at, he at, is he one of the daft punkers uh he'd, he'd be in a similar genre but no he's not one of them no 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 he's he's his own guy is he uh, is he that guy who died last year uh, n- well, no, he was presenting the awards right. last week, so so he wouldn't be dead. Is he dead, um, man? <laughs> yeah, we should we get we we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> we will do, but mate, he went on and he was present. He was uh, presenting the show and uh, the. Um, so can I stop you there for a second, mate? Yes. Now, it's the Ballon fucking door, right? Yep. And you have to choose someone to present the Ballon fucking door. Yes. And. Uh, wouldn't you go with someone who's perhaps played professional football? What, like uh, Russia went for Fat Ronaldo? Yeah. Look how that, look how that worked out. <laughs> well, all right, all right. You can have one of the ones that has a little bit of character. I don't know, maybe like <laughs> Jimmy Bullard. <laughs> like someone nah. like... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's uh, just all this cross-show busying nowadays, right? You know, uh, award ceremonies and everything and ceremonies before world cups begin and everything with uh uh, uh whatever his name dj was was on there doing all of this sort of stuff i guess this is a kind of similar kind of thing but uh but yeah no martin solveig a guy who uh who who eventually came out and apologized for what he did by saying that his english was not very good so <laughs> how he was presenting it so could you just tell the listeners what he did in order to apologize well, basically, what he did was uh, this year, for the very first time, uh, we had a Ballon d'Or uh, female uh, winner, and oh, a female participant, a female female competitions. And the first winner uh, ever winner of the female um, uh, Ballon d'Or was uh, Ada uh, ha- Hagerberg. Uh, ha- Hagerberg, sorry if I got the pronunciation wrong on that one from Lyon. And she's um, Norwegian, she, isn't she? She's not. Yes, Norwegian from from Lyon. Uh, and I think Martin Solveig might be. Norwegian as well. Um, he's and, Scandinavian, uh, isn't he? Yes, with a name like that, you would imagine. Maybe that's why he did it. He Perhaps decided he's to Swedish, and he's in his. No, all right, no, carry on. <laughs> not, 
I'm not letting her get the limelight with this. Mate, and I don't know if you've actually seen the video or not, but it is pretty, pretty horrible, really, because um, uh, for some stupid reason, and I think I know why he just sort of, you know, it was just in the heat in the moment type thing. Uh, uh, twerking uh, came into, uh, into the subject matter of what they were talking about. And he decided to uh, ask uh, Ada if she knew how to twerk. Mate. I have never, and I don't think I have ever will, even discuss twerking as a thing. Like, <laughs> how does that come up? I mean, you and I have had conversations about gifleting a poule, but... <laughs> Throwing bags of piss on people. <laughs> but we had good reasons for those things. How does twerking just come up in a conversation? So, um, what do you think of the current political situation in Myanmar? Also, what's your opinion on twerking? Like, <laughs> It just—it's not a thing you um, talk about, is it? Well, what what was happening was they were actually doing a number of dances. It's uh, a football were, show. I know, I know, but they were asking a number of the different uh, candidates who were there and a number of the different uh, uh, sports uh, um, personalities who were there to dance and to Why? dance with different people. Football. I don't know. I'm with you, mate. I'm with you, mate. Mate, just you know, it's an award. Get I'm going to go to Strictly Come Dancing with a football and go, oh, look, you people who have won this dancing <laughs> competition. Can you do keepy-uppies? Can you? <laughs> but the fact that they, they've asked her if she knows how to twerk, I think, is just... <sighs> so, obviously, this is... Uh, it's, it's pulled up a whole heap of... of, of, of protests against uh, Martin Solveig and uh, uh, a lot of people came, have come along and, and, and basically said, so for those people who do not know uh, what a twerk is, um, would, Dave, would you like to, to describe what uh, a twerk uh, is? Uh, a, tw a twerk oh. is a gyration of the bottom. A, gy a gyration of the bottom. All right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we, uh, why don't we go for the um, uh, urban dictionary? Oh God. I, I, Jack, crikey description it. of it read it do it read it read it without giggling <laughs> go on um mate you'd hate you'd hate this but i can't open the page <laughs> so if you want to do it you're oh, gonna need it to blocked do it in australia it's blocked it seems to be, yeah it's blocked i've tried to open it it won't it won't allow me to uh so if you want to uh go ahead and open it then uh i know it was a dance that was commenced or started by miley cyrus uh, so but every the time definition I number one on that there urban dictionary is twerk what miley cyrus can't do damn look at miley cyrus ass it's flatter than my sidewalk smh she can't twerk where my black girl's at hashtag ass hashtag whore hashtag not sexy hashtag whore again hashtag attention seeker <laughs> that's definition one i don't feel like that shed too All much right. light on it definition no. two twerk the rhythmic gyrating of the lower fleshy extremities in a levacious manner with the intent to elicit sexual arousal or laughter in one's intended audience. Hey girl, <laughs> let's twerk on the dance floor. Hashtag twerking, hashtag backing that thing up, hashtag ass shaking, hashtag erotic dancing, hashtag ass clapping. <laughs> Perfect. 
Absolutely perfect. So you've got the general idea. I think a lot of a lot of people out there do know what twerking is anyway, uh, if you don't look it up. Uh, and if you didn't beforehand, it's basically where you wobble your ass uh, uh, loads. And if you haven't seen loads of MTV videos with it and all that stuff, then uh, where have you been? Uh, but, uh, but to ask uh, a professional footballer who has only just won the Ballon d'Or for the very first time, and not only for the very first time, but was the first ever female work winner of the Ballon d'Or, whether or not she knows how to twerk. And <laughs> I would imagine that she, he, Solveig was probably looking for it. Yes, I do know how to twerk. To which he would retort, could you show us, please? <laughs> yeah. No, like, I think what, Solveig, what, what Anna wanted to say was, um, yes, I am a uh, five foot seven blonde Scandinavian woman, and therefore, of course, I know how to twerk. Like, of course, oh, for fuck's sake, man. It's a bloody 2018. Jesus, oh. hate, bloody Christ. And you know, um, the, she, she had another, um, uh, what's the word? Like some more shade was cast upon her when uh, the third placed man, Antoine Grasman, uh -huh. which, which I know for a fact translates to Tony Greasy Man. Um, <laughs> Uh, Griezmann referred to her as that girl from Leon. Oh, okay. And, oh, and, 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 and A, she's not from Leon. She's from fucking Norway. And she <laughs> happens to play from Leon. And where is Antoine Griezmann from? Yes, that's right. He's that fella from Leon. So from that <laughs> we are simply referring to him as either Tony Greaseballs or that man from Leon. Love it. I am with you. I am not a lover of the man. So any derogatory statements towards him or, 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 or descriptions, adjectivity descriptions towards him. Yes, please. Thank you. More of the same. Uh, right. With that twerking and all sorts of uh, licorice, all sorts. Uh, let's take a short break and return with more of the Premier League. I didn't realize football podcasts were about dead people being carried out by Mounties. Whatever, Minga. I'm a voice synthesizer. Ain't nobody gonna take that away from me. Least of all these two pillars. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with much regret that this podcast has had to end here. My wife is off to a gig, leaving me with four kids to babysit for. Hmm, nice. By the time the other parents arrive to pick up their little terrors, Dave will probably be snoring into the night and quite possibly even dribbling onto his pillow or something. Ugh. No doubt he'll be having nightmares of the fact that not only have I stolen his intro, I'm now concluding shit with an outro as well. What a pillar he is. Anyway, we'll do our very best to try to be back on Sunday, which is Australian time, or Friday US time, or what it is European time, in order to preview the weekend's big action from the Premier League, and in particular, a rather tasty match on Sunday at the bridge between Sari's Chelsky Chickens and Guardiola's slick and sometimes slimy Manchester City. Ugh. Oh, did I mention Hughes is out? Yes? Okay, cool. Just checking. Thanks, everyone. Bye!
Mate, that was lovely. Oh, thank you.